Hello and welcome to the We Are MCBS podcast. Today is Wednesday, February 21st, 2018. And we're back to the standard podcast format. I know it's been a long time, but here we are. And I'm here with Pete Episcopo, the amazing, the astounding, the impeccable. Hello. (laughs) Are you you excited to be back, Pete? That was me in a tired excited, yeah. Well. No, it's great. It's You know, like I say, it's a great tired. There's like tired that you're just like you've kind of been tolerating things and that's just it's just the opposite at Hall of Fame, right? You 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 know it's coming, this like total, you know, onslaught of busyness and yet fun and engagement and meeting people and great feelings and just being in the moment and then when you hit this day, right, we're just all like, Wow, what just happened and how awesome was it? So it's a good tired. Absolutely. I know we got to rest up over the weekend, and I know we got to rest up over the next couple days, getting us up to now, and even though we spend Hall of Fame dumping our energy into all of that, how is it that our batteries get so recharged at the same time? It's a miracle. People interfacing with people, when when awesome people interface with other awesome people. I mean, just keep going, right? There's all these new experiences. Things that, how many things have you learned at this hall of fame that you didn't know before and it's just we constantly it's like plussing every year you think like okay nine can nine really outdo eight right you start you start wondering those things and they end up outdoing each other so yeah and that's amazing and i gotta i don't know about you pete but as somebody who always is pretty sure he knows everything i'm shocked to learn so much every (laughs) hall of fame it's astounding so uh, before we get any further, let's make sure we give three cheers to the MCBS students who brought the Hall of Fame oh, podcast to life, that? right? Yeah. What a week. I'm going to keep listening to those on repeat because mm-hmm. I love listening to that magic. What a week. Yeah. It, 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 it was like better, better, better. It just like keeps going. Just like Hall of Fame. Yes. So <laughs> it followed the same pattern. And if we're giving three cheers to them, let's go ahead and give 12 or 15 cheers to the MCBS students in general, the entire program, who covered the entire week of events. We had a production team. We had graphic design. We had content development. What else did we have? Writing. Writing. Social media. Oh, my God. uh, Just, yeah. All of them coming together and covering this event like the professionals that they are now. Mm-hmm. I know they're enrolled in school, but they're already professionals. Can you even imagine what they're going to do when they walk out of the door? And even students that just jump in to the program, right, and then they are suddenly find themselves on the stage of Hall of Fame, to those that you know had to engage pretty quick without many weeks of Friday Blend and all that stuff that we do to prepare for this uh, in MCBS, yeah, I mean, like, hats off to everybody. There was a lot going on. Yeah, MCBS family absolutely owned Hall of Fame 9. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. So when we look at Hall of Fame, obviously, a lot of people uh, isolate that the, to the Tuesday and the Wednesday and the Thursday that all the events actually happened. But the reality is it started the weekend before that. We had two days of the Armada, Armada yeah. games. Yeah. That was spectacular. Awesome. Monday was a kickoff that had the – we had a tech event or what, what was happening? on Tech the, Expo. Tech Expo. That was yeah. huge. And then, and then obviously the Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday mammoth events, mm-hmm. and and that was Hall of Fame. It was an amazing, amazing week. I gotta say the Tech Expo. This was this was really the first one I actually went in and had the nerve to go ahead and grab all this equipment and start playing around with right. it. 
and I have to say the and, and of course you know we had an Adobe table and then all this other stuff that was there. Zoom had a table, all these different. People. But I did, and Red Camera was there. Red, you know, the Red Cameras oh, were there, yeah. and of course I wanted to check that out. But when I got to the HP booth, did you guys see some of the swag that they had there? They had like these spinners that you press them, and then these lights went on, and you could like spin them. I wanted one so bad that I actually. I have to confess, I made believe that I wanted to try out the tablet that was there, and I don't draw very well. So I was drawing all this really goofy stuff, just biding my time so they'd finally go, hey, here, have one of these, and it worked. So I got my spinner. Yeah. There's so much like cool swag. I, I love, I'm a swag collector. What's the coolest thing you picked up last week? Besides the spinner, I, d there was stuff at other tables, but it didn't, nothing was really appealing to me. Of course, Adobe still, I gotta say, they bring halfway decent swag. Yeah. They, you know. Um, and as these companies like try to cut corners a little now and then, the swag gets either better or a little lesser. Adobe had these really cool like fluorescent colored pens and uh, backpack, like like you know thin backpacks, uh, and then actual pins for each of the Adobe apps. Oh, cool! So what I did for my students is I'm, I actually am putting together like a trophy bag that has all six of the Pete's Quick Skills pins on them with pens in the back. I was thinking of my, my student. So what you mean is that if I complete all those quick skills and show you proof of that, I can have one of those bags? You, you see, you're, yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. The person that, like, whoever really nails the next Pete's quick skills gets the Adobe bag of coolness. Well, I guess I'm going to complete that before we <laughs> air this episode. <laughs> yeah. Well, that sounds like some pretty good swag, Pete. That's my swag story. Pete with the swagger and the swag. Well, it's time to kick off our very first segment, Old School Updates. Old School Updates. I'm on that one, yeah. For Old School Update, we're going to take a closer look at one of our Hall of Fame visitors that works in that old school medium of network television. This is a he's now a, a CBS employee. Yes. Is that right? Yeah, Brian Maffitt is his name. Uh-huh. And we actually had him out um you know Adobe in this partnership with Full Sail uh always manages to bring someone in who is very industry relevant but can connect well to the students so they could talk about things like workflow and apps and things like that. So it wasn't just this kind of thing where okay, what Adobe app do you use Brian? This one was a little different. He talked about workflow on the, uh, he works at Late Night Cartoons and he's the technical director. So that Late Night Cartoon that they've been doing with all of the politicians lately, mm -hmm. um, that he was talking about how that gets put together and what the workflow is. So it was quite uh, a workshop, yeah. Right, after you and I and Bob got a chance to interview him, mm -hmm. it was really, really fun to listen to him talk to the students and share the knowledge that he had. And it was really astounding the way that he was able to bring all of that professional work and, and all of those uh, workflow issues that they have together. Because from my perspective, I sit at a computer and use one tool at a time. They've got a much more complex system in place. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I couldn't even imagine how you get with like 60 people in one program to work together in a workflow like that. Yeah, Je Jenner brings up a really good point there. Uh, you know, uh, uh, how they actually make this thing happen, you know, the audio is recorded first. 
and then you animate over the over the recorded audio, right? The dialogue, because that's what you want to do, right? Like animation is exaggeration. And so you want to exaggerate how those things are said. And that's what kind of makes them funny, right? So, but what is that workflow? Because he had, remember he was showing us in that uh, workshop how many people are simultaneously working on this thing because they got to get it out in like a week or whatever. So uh, the one thing that was interesting was a student, first of all, we had students from uh, computer animation. We had students there from uh, digital art and design. There was a couple of MCBS representatives in there as well, uh, other programs, but mainly uh, computer animation and, and graphics type of things. So their, their questions were pretty uh, interesting. It was like, how are you guys getting all these artists to do this in a timely way? So uh, it wasn't just, well, we use these Adobe products, and there was actually a product that they were talking about um, that is called um, F-Track. F as in, uh, I don't know, Frank. Right. <laughs> but F-Track was actually a program Adobe didn't make, but that Adobe worked with those people to make the process go well. So here's, here's what it was. Uh, F-Track is this place where somebody starts the work and then has to name it a certain thing. So those of you guys in MCBS, for example, you know how much we harp on naming convention, making sure that you don't just put a link up there as HTTP colon forward slash forward slash, you know, forward slash forward slash whatever, and there's a long string. We like you to call it what it is. So let's say you're sending me a link for a photo. You could name it photo Pete wants or something, but I know what I'm clicking on. So in the same way, these guys have to name these files something and then at the beginning, this thing takes that file and moves it from artist to artist. Very cool program because that means you don't need anyone going, okay, like let's say Jason, you were working on one part of the animation. It wouldn't have to say, okay, it, you wouldn't need a person to say, Jason's done. Now you need to take this over to the next person. F-Track automatically sends that file. If it stays that same name, going through from person to person to person. So you don't want to name it like, you know, latest animation, and then you add final, <laughs> you know, Jason or whatever, because that'll throw the whole thing off. It just has to stay the same name going through. And that's how they really, it's interesting, that's how they pass the work from one person to another and make it move really fast. I think my, my, my favorite part about that is th the process that is used to move it to the next step, because I can really imagine there being a, at a bare minimum, a five-minute transition time of you standing up from your desk and walking over to the next art department and saying, it's time for background, and then having them start on it, versus this tool, yeah. which automatically gives them that next step. It automatically goes uh, to the next step in the assembly line. Yeah, and especially like, right, let's say a, a collaborative environment. Who works at the office between nine and five in that world, right? So somebody's working on stuff at home or in another spot. As long as that thing is pushing it down the chain and you're, you're linked up, uh, I guess it's a web-based thing, so you're linked up to Wi-Fi or whatever, you're knowing and seeing when it's ready to go. And so it doesn't matter where you are, in the office, out of the office, whatever, that thing moves at you know a, a very fast speed, exponentially quicker. Very cool. Jenner, is that, uh, is that an area of the industry that you're moving towards? Uh, yeah, being able to work col uh, collaboratively like that is going to be a very big help in my future career for sure. Yeah, well this guy, I mean with his like roughly 60 artists working on a single episode at a time, it's earth shattering what you can accomplish. And really the, 
what humans can do in groups is already earth-shattering, but the tools that make us better at that, wow. And uh, so Adobe doesn't actually own this. They partnered and helped them build it. I can see why they'd want to do that. Yeah, and that that's what you're starting to see, too, in that world, uh, is um, do we need to either buy this and own it, or uh, do we just partner? And so it's kind of encouraging to see that companies stay around. They don't get absorbed. People keep jobs. It's like a real cool thing all the way around. Yeah, They're creating more of an ecosystem and less of a, a pyramid with that apex predator eating absolutely yeah, everything. Yeah, a healthy ecosystem. Exactly. Yeah, it's a great way to put it. Yeah. So it was really great spending time with Brian Maffitt, and I, I'm glad that we got a chance to do yeah, that. Yeah, Brian, you know, it was really cool, too. One, one last little parenthetical thing about this. Uh, you know, some of these people, you would think they just come and go, okay, let me do my thing, and then I got to go. He was having texts and all kinds of communiques coming in while these artists were still trying to do that. He took out of his own time to come down and share with our students. And then what does he go and do? He still sticks around and says, do any students want me to sit with them and go through their work and critique and do that kind of thing? And those are the, you know, that's the full sale way, if I can say it. You know, artists that don't just come do their thing and split, but they come in and they're, they are student focused and they really care about what our students know and how prepared they are for where they're going and what kind of feedback they can provide while they're just around. So he did. He blended in with the whole, uh, the way we are in terms of a culture of, of giving back to students and trying to support their dream. Boy, did he. Yeah. And, and, and I don't know what it was about Hall of Fame 9, but I was getting that sense every, every moment. There was just collaboration from that generation that's already been out there and this generation that's getting ready to go out there. They're already embracing. They're already making partnerships, and they're already making magic. It's just so much. I almost feel like it's changing to that, like in a better new you know, place. Like people actually don't want to just, oh, I made it. Yeah, I'll come back once or twice. But they are like, they're always here, and they're still, you know, um, uh, Gary Rizzo, is it? Mm -hmm. uh, and, and I'm looking at some of the names that have been up there already they're back you yeah. know they're here they are again so it's very cool our uh, mcbs favorite kim alpert and she was a hall, mm -hmm. of, hall of fame fiber she's back giving yeah. back to the to the our community again mm -hmm. just amazing great to see and now for our next segment we're going to jump into i can't believe this is somebody's job I think we just spent an entire week of going around and saying over and over and over, I can't yeah. believe this is somebody's job. All right, Maria. Yeah. I'm back. Okay, so we're going to be talking about um, Ivan, but hey, just shout out to you, dude. Ivan Emilio Alpeña. Ooh, well said. Right? If you're going to say it, say it right. Exactly. So we're going to be talking about Ivan, and man, his job is just amazing. He's a content uh, producer for BuzzFeed, but his actual title is social video producer. And I know that that's like a very common title. So you probably wonder like, oh, why are you picking, you know, his job for like, I can't believe this is somebody's job. And the reason is because of the, the niche that he's reaching with his content. He's in charge of without giving too much, you know, away because guys, this is going to be in a you know, upcoming episode, so tune in for that. Okay, so what he does is he presents Hispanic content to other audiences. So he's trying to breach, you know, 
that that gap that is in the middle so for example he has like oh americans try you know like puerto rican slang or americans try venezuelan food and he's trying to bridge that gap between two different audiences so yeah i can't believe that his job and he's doing great creating all those buzzfeed videos you know and hearing that jason uh, we obviously had yvonne in class right Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would have never imagined that would be his job. So right along with what Maria is saying, like, but yet so because we didn't have a class specifically on maybe the type of video he was doing. But yet it just shows you the flexibility of learning the tools and the techniques and things that happen in MCBS. But just preparing you for a job sometimes maybe that may not exist at the moment. And then all of a sudden you find that job is there. Not to say that these videos are you know, something out of the blue, but still, it's just the, in principle, I'm learning to tell stories, make videos, do all these different things, and then I get out there in the world, and there it is. There's some really cool jobs available to you. Exactly, and it's pretty amazing how he, like, how he got the job, because he kind of created his own job that he has right now. So, guys, you should tune in for that episode, because it's gold. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a great interview, and uh, looking forward to hearing more about that. And I loved spending time with Yvonne over Hall of Fame. He was, and I don't want to give too much away that'll be in the actual upcoming interview, but he was our very in the class of our very first campus class. There were five students, and he was one of them. Oh, gee. We love you, man. The last segment that we're going to have for today is hashtag be social media savvy with... Uh, just us today. <laughs> <laughs> Tumblr, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Reddit, Twitter, Snapchat. We're used to saying hashtag be social media savvy with Janelle. Oh, hi Janelle, if you're listening, yeah. we always miss you. You'll be at the table again. We'll have a, a guest hashtag be social media savvy with the original. She'll be back. Today we're going to talk about what an amazing job the MCBS team did. We, we not only had our podcasting team kicking butt, we also had... Twitter, which you can go visit, oh, at WeAreMCBS. Yeah. We have our Instagram, which you can go follow, at WeAreMCBS. You can go to our Facebook page. You can go to our blog. Man. You can go to video content that we posted on YouTube. If you weren't on campus for Hall of Fame 9, or if you, like me, are already a little homesick for Hall of Fame 9, go visit those platforms, go through the content, and enjoy it. That's called coverage. And the benefit of coverage is just that. Like, you, you, you don't want it to end? Well, it doesn't have to end. It's living there. You can go live it as many times as you want. It's alive, yeah. You know what else would be cool, though? If when you're visiting, if you would like, heart, love, comment, share, <laughs> do all those things and give us a boost. We love it when people see our work. And the way that people see our work is when you share it with other people. So if you're listening to the podcast, yes, hook us up. Please share. Mm-hmm. Today's episode of the We Are MCBS podcast is at an end. Pete? Jason, I, why does this have to end? Well, because we'll be back next week. Oh, okay, cool. I'll catch you later then. Yeah, it's no big deal. Well, we hope you get out there, and we hope you enjoy life. We hope you create new things, learn new skills, make new friends, and more than anything, we hope you tune in next week, Wednesday, 10 o'clock, for more media communications fun. Absolutely. Woo! We look forward to seeing you guys. Been great. Yeah. Well, that's a wrap.